0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: This week's episode of the Fangirls Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, 24-7 Moving. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Julie, and today, get excited, Pedro Pascal fans because we're talking all about The Last of Us, and who better to chat all things Pedro Pascal than our lovely correspondent, Shireen. Welcome back, friend. This is my favorite topic we've ever talked about, ever. In the history of ever. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Thank you
0: for having me.
1: First of all, you were the one who got me into the show. And You're welcome. I will say I am super late to the Pedro Pascal party. Incredibly pl- late. But I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. So you <laughs> have opened my eyes to all things Pedro. And dude, I'm so excited to talk to you about this show.
0: Me too. I am pleasantly not surprised. I don't know. I, I don't like zombie shows. I don't like scary stuff. And I was like, I'm going to watch it because Pedro's in it. And that's my boy. And then <laughs> I fell in love and I like freaked out every episode. So it's worth everything.
1: Did you know about the video game?
0: I had no idea that game existed.
1: Same. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good day when I can get past level 3 of Pac-Man. I'm That's... a Nintendo kind of lady. Mario yes. Party, Mario Kart, know.
0: Untitled Goose Game, love that game. Oh, yes. <laughs> you get Duck me
1: like. Yeah. Duck Hunt was the jam back in the day. Yeah, man. I can vaguely remember Tony Hawk Pro Skater.
0: Oh yeah, classic. The gem uh, of our time. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> Anything else way over my head. So, had no idea this was a video game and that this was based off of the video game. Did you catch any of the interviews? Oh, yeah, Julie. Yeah, I mean, they're all memorized by
0: now. I've, <laughs> I've seen them so many times. It's all my fault. I'm stuck on Pedro talk.
1: <laughs> I particularly loved the one where he's on Graham Norton explaining how he took an Ambien and didn't yes. remember that yeah. he actually got the part. Except He just woke up. It was like, like, (laughs) I hope I got it, man. It's a really cool show. Oh, my God. And
0: him and Bella Ramsey, they are adorable. (laughs)
1: They are. They were on Game of Thrones together. And to see them reunited, it's very much like it's not just father-daughter reuniting. It's He's very protective of her. I know. All the BTS in the end credits, the end credit scenes after every episode, you'll see him giving like great commentary and interviewing each other. No, I've lived for that stuff. Yeah.
0: I mean, he's a comedic genius.
1: I loved him on All SNL.
0: I was, just because I love him. Yes, whatever. All that aside, he actually brought SNL back for me. And wait, yes. this is actual comedy. Like, this is funny. I mean, it was just amazing. I was yes. so proud.
1: That being said, I've got some casting for you. All right. As Joel, we have Pedro Pascal. As Ellie, we have Bella Ramsey. As Tess, we have Anna Torv. As Henry, we have Lamar Johnson. As Sam, we have Kayvon Woodard. As Sarah, we have Nico Parker. As Kathleen, we have Melanie Linsky. As Marlene, we have Merle Dandridge. As Tommy, we have Gabriel Luna. As Frank, we have Murray Bartlett. As Bill, we have Nick Offerman. And as Anna, we have Ashley Johnson. (laughs) What a cast. Such a phenomenal cast. So for those of you who don't know, The Last of Us is based off a video game that follows a 2013 outbreak of mutant cordyceps fungus transforming its human hosts into aggressive creatures known as the infected and they are nasty looking (laughs) but the hair and makeup team also understood the assignment they don't get an emmy there's got to be an emmy in here next year i swear agreed are you ready for some tea friend always (laughs) all right this is the part of the show where we spill the tea this means spoilers so if you have been hiding under a rock we're going to spoil so much of this show
0: go turn on HBO. Get your life together, come back, listen to the rest of this. Yes. <laughs> Do that. I am curious to know
1: your favorite character. Okay, well, I'm going to go with Joel. Hell yeah. Yeah, no pressure. But <laughs> I just remember when I first when I first noticed Pedro Pascal as an actor. It was in Wonder Woman 2. And yeah. he has come so far. I know. <laughs> I could hear his Chilean accent as the villain in Wonder Woman 2. And he did so good with his Southern Texas accent.
0: Oh my gosh. As
1: Joel. And I yeah. was like, All right, sir, you're moving mountains here. I'm thoroughly <laughs> impressed. He did a really good job as Joel. That being said, but I loved him in, excuse my language, but the daddy role. Too. Oh, he kills it. Oh, he does such a good job.
0: That's his forte. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was like, All right, from here on out,
0: <laughs> if anybody dad. offers
1: you this role, you take it immediately. Yeah. So, how about you?
0: I mean, I want to say Joel, obviously, because the first episode, first like 30, 40 minutes just made me sob uncontrollably. Seeing him cry and scream for help, like that was terrifying. I was sobbing. Seeing boys cry for some reason really breaks me apart. Every episode, there's a different side of Joel. And I think he did a, really a great job showing it. Maybe he is my favorite. Maybe, you know, aside, if he wasn't Pedro Pascal, I still think he'd be my favorite if the acting was the same. You know what I mean? Right. But there is something to say about, like, Nick Offerman, his character and his acting was out of this world. Agreed. And that's something I've never seen from him ever. And it was done perfectly. I don't think there's anything I would have changed. I would have, like, thought, oh, that wasn't believable or that didn't feel right for this. But it felt absolutely perfect.
1: I was so impressed with him. And I don't know. I loved him on Parks and Rec to see, again, that range. Exactly. (laughs) In an interview with, I want to say Stephen Colbert, he mentioned that Mm -hmm. um, his wife had read the script and was like, Mm -hmm. guess you're going to Canada and uh, you're going to get this job. Yeah. Just saying. This is, this is written for you.
0: Hilarious
1: together also. My question to you is what was your favorite episode?
0: I really wanted to say episode three and it was amazing. It was, it was awesome. Okay. Episode three is probably a top. It's like an easy one. You know what I mean? Because it was so moving within like 45 minutes. It was like, it brought you together, then ripped your heart out. It was like, whoa, the emotions were absolutely insane. But one that I like completely, well, okay. Maybe episode one's my favorite because I absolutely sobbed. I, I have to think, I have to say episode one.
1: Okay. So episode one hooked me, but I was going to say episode three was, was the one that I was like, this is going to get the nominations between Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett. That perfection.
0: (laughs) And if I think about it, in a video game, everyone does have to die because it's about like one or two characters you're playing, like the whole, you know what I mean? Like that was like, oh, wait, this makes sense. So don't get attached to anyone because they will (laughs) all die. (laughs) It's like Game of Thrones all over again. Every moment I thought this was like Walking Dead, it it, it shifted. It was not, it like completely changed. I was like, okay, this show's got me.
1: I've got a couple honorable mentions. Shout out to Melanie Linsky. She played a great villain. I'm used to her being in rom-com she was in sweet home alabama with reese witherspoon yeah. she's been around forever she was, she was on
0: in ever after with with um drew barrymore drew yes no she's awesome she's been working for a while but then she i think this show like jumped right? her up because she's been in a ton of interviews and like she was on like good morning america a few weeks ago or whatever. yeah i know she's
1: in yellow jackets i mean granted again she's been around forever
0: oh yeah her list is long
1: yeah the only thing i did not know about her that she was Australian because I've heard every other accent out of her except her own or New Zealand New Zealand yeah I think it's New Zealand but dude I had no idea either I'm like that's her voice she's an actress (laughs) yeah she she got me what is life right now how did she do it (laughs) yeah no she's great at it huge shout out to Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett they're probably going to be nominated in the same category a thousand percent it'll be for a supporting role they were fantastic
0: i think they they were the glue for the season the season wasn't about them at all but like the way that that episode pulled you into the feelings hooked ashley johnson as ellie's mom like that whole entire first 10 15 minutes of that episode killed it when she picked up the baby to talk to her and like what is what what a sad freaking way dude oh yeah to go it made me cry Mm-hmm. Like, there's always one little piece of every episode that makes me cry. And for that one, that was it. Joel killing everybody in the hospital did not make me cry. I was like, <laughs> Joel, stop. That's enough.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, go get her. Why Why? why, are, no, we like, why are we stopping? Go get
0: her, but like, you're killing every single person, even the people running.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> God,
0: Joel. Okay, one, that giraffe was real. That was insane. I thought that was CGI because it looked CGI. That was a real giraffe? That was a real giraffe. I oh, saw the wow. behind the scenes and I was like, that's why does it look so fake then? I'm curious to know why it looked extremely fake. But I whatever. take it
1: back. The giraffe was my favorite character. <laughs> that is my favorite paid actor throughout the whole cast.
0: That giraffe acted its ass off. Everybody. Right. Something about Joel dying and uh, crying really got me while he was like that one tear. And I was like, oh, right? my God, this is it. And he's like, t- he's like telling her to go. And I'm like, you're not going to die. <laughs> Uh you're not gonna die. But like him getting that adrenaline, I'm like, I don't know how much penicillin was in his body, but then right. he got up and oh got I, his
1: daughter as she was injecting I was like, not there. I was I know. screaming at I was like, <laughs> Honey, honey, i put it in his ass. Why? <laughs> I know nobody told you this, but no, not th- not in the wound itself. What? Mm. Maybe that's why he
0: had so much adrenaline.
1: Yeah, he was like, Let's do this. Like, this is in my organs now. Right okay last question for you my friend scariest clicker moment
0: um episode yeah episode four and this was my i was it was my fault for doing dishes while watching this episode the floor opened up Remember when the ground opened up outside
1: oh Oh. and they just jumped out
0: and ran
1: yes like it was a sinkhole yeah and they, oh yeah, no thank you. I was you. like,
0: oh God. I was like, oh, you know, holding dishes. I dropped one. That was terrifying. I was like, oh shit. Oh God. It was, that was scary. That me, gave me a little right. little chills. But what about you? I'm curious to know yours.
1: Honestly, I think it was kind of epic. But episode two, when we realized Tess is about to sacrifice herself and one of the clickers just corners her. And is slowly closing in on her. And he's not coming at her aggressively. But he grossly makes out with her. Terrifying. And you see the cordyceps come out. And I was like, oh. And she just accepts her fate as it is. But she's just like frozen there. And she throws a bomb and lights the whole place up. And goes out epically. But I was like, oh, God. That is the stuff nightmares are made of. To see that kind of stuff come out of your mouth. Her like trying to light the dang thing. I was like, just light it. It! I was yeah. freaking out for her. <laughs> oh, I was screaming at the TV. There was no chill. Sweetie, I'm so sorry. This is not how anybody wants to go out. And I mean, here we are.
0: Yeah, she went out early. I did not expect that either. I really, mm-hmm. this whole show, every episode was a freaking banger. It was. And ter- I screamed at the TV every episode. And let's be real here. There's room for season two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to happen. I am scared for that. Right. Because I accidentally spoiled myself. <laughs> go on about the game i don't know even know if i should say it because it's so terrifyingly sad
1: oh oh so you read the synopsis for season two i didn't with the video read game. it but everyone's like you know i'm
0: stuck on pedro talk right so all the <laughs> videos i get are like oh just wait till season two wait till season two and then i'm like liking all the last of us videos so then i see a clip from the game and i'm like i should swipe away and i didn't <laughs> but uh oh. yeah we'll just wait and see <laughs>
1: And now it is time for the Spotlight of the Week. Looking to move? 24-7 Moving is a full-service moving company based in LA. At 24-7 Moving, they understand moving can be overwhelming sometimes, and they see this as their responsibility to alleviate the pressure and stress. Their professional team provides fun, friendly, and secure local and long-distance services throughout the U.S. Their highly skilled and well-trained team has combined experience of over 3,000 moves including commercial and residential. They deliver smooth and stress-free moving and packing services at affordable prices. I've personally used 24 seven moving and have never been so impressed with a team of movers in my life. They weren't just fast and efficient, they were affordable and the guest service was unmatched to anything I've ever worked with before. For more information, visit them online at 24 moving.com. Looking to donate some of your old books to a good home? Look no further than your local little free library. Little Free Library is a nonprofit organization based out of St. Paul, Minnesota. Their mission is to be a catalyst for building community, inspiring readers, and expanding book access for all through a global network of volunteer-led Little Free Libraries. For more information on Little Free Library, head on over to the link in our show notes. The Fangirls Podcast is brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, and we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For a new fun fandom episode of the Fangirls Podcast. Our 100th episode of the Fangirls Podcast is right around the corner. And in true Fangirls Podcast fashion, we're keeping it 100 with a week-long celebration. Be sure to follow us on social media for all the fun fandom festivities. And be sure to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of the Fangirls Podcast. Looking to celebrate a loved one in a fun and unique way? We here at the Fangirls Podcast would love to help you out with a fun birthday, anniversary, or other special occasion shout out. DM us on Instagram for all the details. Connect with us on social. You can find the Fangirls Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at the Fangirls Podcast. Supporting small business is something that we strive for here at the Fangirls Podcast. If you're a small business owner looking for affordable ad space, DM us on Instagram and we'll send you all the info.
0: Me? Yeah! Um, Here at the Fair Girls Podcast, we are not affiliated as much as we would like to be with Mr. Pedro Pascal, uh, Bella Ramsey, or any other other of the actors that we've mentioned in this episode. We are also not affiliated with the show The Last of Us or HBO Max, but we love you all so much, and we hope to be affiliated with you one day. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Believe.